0: Welcome to the Mind Gym. This is the Pain to Power podcast with Dr. Keith Abloh, where you become the strongest individual you can be. Well, let's talk about a secret to pain to power that might seem easy, but it's not that easy. And that is admitting what you don't know. Why? Because... Ah, there's some hurdles to admitting what you don't know. Uh, Those include ego. Who wants to admit? Well, too few of us want to admit what we don't know. Especially if you happen to be in a position where you think others expect you would know, or or in which you wish you would know that you'd have the skills at hand to easily move forward. So if you find yourself in a job that's demanding or you find yourself running a company where you think people are looking to you, which they are, for direction, or you find yourself creating something and a work of art and you feel it should come from inspiration, pure inspiration, it can easily be the case that either because of ego, because you know, it feels like maybe a little bit of a knock on your God-given intrinsic abilities to have to admit, no, I'd better go and get the information that I need. Because of that, you may avoid getting the knowledge that you need to apply that you could then apply, right? So ego uh, or or, uh, not wanting to effort what you think will be painful, there's a sense of resistance. there's a resistance in this notion like, well, do I really have to what, do I really have to go get more knowledge uh, or insight or ask lots of questions? And the answer is often, yes, I'll tell you a personal example of this. When I wrote my first novel, it wasn't my first novel, the first one that was published. In fact, I had written. I don't know, probably three others that are still someplace in my closet. Uh, They were sent out to over 100 publishers, each of whom agreed on one or another of these manuscripts. Yeah, it's not a novel. But as my therapist, and thank God for my therapist, James Mann, as my therapist explained, he asked me when I went to see him, the very first session he said, you know, maybe you don't know how to write a novel. Because I went there, and he said, what's on your mind? What's bothering you? And one of the things I said was bothering me, I said, you know, I've written three novels and sent them out, and I must i easily have over 100 rejection letters. And at 80 years old and about five feet tall, he looked at me and he said, well, maybe you don't know how to write a novel. And man, that hurt. And I understand (laughs) that people may not want to admit that when they're literally engaged in doing something, even something in their hearts to do, that they might not have all the tools that they need because we'd like to think that we simply have the ability, at least I wanted to think that, when in fact, what I needed to do was to learn how to take that ability and channel it into the structure of a novel. Once I did that by getting something called the Audio Novel Workshop that I saw advertised, another another stroke of fortune, or if you will, act of God. I saw that advertised and I listened to Gary Provost explain the structure of a novel. And then I was able to take... The talents I was lucky enough to have and appropriately channel them, but it took getting over that resistance to learning. That's a kind of pain, by the way. It is that initial dive into the what you think will be cold water where you're going to have to gather skills and learn things that maybe aren't immediately instinctive or intuitive in order to apply to the goals you have in mind. In business, it might be learning certain principles of marketing, or it might be getting into the nitty-gritty of a technology when really the idea is what moves you and what created the cre- the momentum behind the company. But you may have to go deep. And going deep, it's sort of like You're like, whoa, if I go that deep, it's like, if I dive that deep, will I be able to come back to the surface? The answer is yes, even more powerfully. But it can take convincing yourself. Convincing yourself that that's the case. And that pain, that kind of pain leading to power is so common. Not just at the helm of a company or with a pen in your hand when you're creating a manuscript, but in so many facets of life. In parenting, think about in parenting, we all think it's supposed to be instinctive. And yet there are books out there. Some of them you'll see, they have five stars, hundreds of reviews about parenting. What's so bad? Being willing to say, yeah, listen, I'll invest the time, I'll dive a little deeper, maybe I don't have all the skills I need. Well, of course you don't. Who does? None of us is born with all the skills, insights, and information that we need to follow through and follow through in fine fashion, even with the goals that we cherish the most that seem as though they should come naturally to us. Look, great golfers will tell you that they still take lessons. Why is that? Because great golfers know that there's still more to learn. And there's something interesting that happens. Once you convince yourself that you're going to do the deep dive, that you're going to become a hunter-gatherer for more information about pursuing what you care about in life in terms of goals or relationships or anything else, it loses a lot of the sting attached to it. The pain tends to dissolve because once you've resolved that you need to go in search of what you don't know, learn what it is that you don't know. First, recognize there are things I don't know. And I want to master them. And secondly, go find the information and then master it. Once you're resolved to do that, it doesn't hurt as much. It becomes a bit of an adventure. It's the initial resistance that we have to get through. And this afflicts not just individuals, but whole groups. Groups of people can do this, unfortunately, this kind of negative collaboration where They're all consciously or unconsciously, silently or not, collaborating to not explore and seek the knowledge that they need. It's tougher for, I suppose, five people in a room, a group of five people, all to admit, hey, we really don't have, as a group, the knowledge we need in order to pursue and and attain the goal or goals that we seek, because you'd think, well, around the table, certainly this is like a gathering, like the, you know, of uh, tremendous intellect and intent. Well, sure, okay, fine, maybe it is, but part of the pain to power formula is saying, what we don't know, we will, we will learn, we will go and get the information we don't know. That's what turns a story into an absolute non-fiction story, right? If you are efforting a plan, a strategy, a business, uh, any undertaking, it's a wonderful thing if you come upon an arena or a corner of that endeavor where you all have to admit, you know what, we're a bit in the dark here. We better go get more information or perspective or invite someone else in who can coach us or guide us through this moment that is what makes it possible to then create the coordinates on the map of where you're going without that you're drawing a blind a blind course into the future you don't know where you're really going because you lack you lack the illumination. You lack the direction. And so part of pain to power is being willing to say when you're not so powerful inherently, and you have to go get knowledge to be more powerful. Listen, what happened with me, I, I, I got that course called the Audio Novel Workshop. I listened to, I don't know, it might have been six hours of audio by Gary Provost, and I sold my first novel to Random House. I never would have sold the novel if I hadn't learned from Gary Provost the real structure of a novel and some of the absolutely essential elements that have to be included for something to be considered a novel. Now, how would I have known that if I hadn't learned it? Well, I suppose there might be people out there who just, I don't know, they have the gift, the different kind of gift, intuition. They know what a novel should include. Somehow, man, I don't know how you'd know what a novel should include unless you read something that tells you, but okay, maybe there are people who have a sense of story that's different than mine and they just write and it turns into a novel with the right structure and the the correct dram- dramatic arc and the backstory that each character needs and the conflict inherent in the dialogue and all of it. I'll allow that. There's some people who may simply know that stuff. I needed to learn it. But I was so intent on considering myself a writer and so focused on the goal of selling a novel and so, uh, I don't know, I was so loath to pause and go gather the information I needed. So loath to question myself as to whether I really had the necessary, all the necessary skills and information that I just went rushing ahead three times and tried to create writing. And I did. I, I, I wrote. Sometimes I think pretty compellingly, but it didn't constitute... In those three cases, a novel. The fourth case, it did. Why? Because I was willing to sort of, ah, what? I was willing to experience the pain of admitting, man, I really don't know how to do this. And I really, I got to take three steps back. I got to go back to sort of the beginning and get some of the basics of the structure of a novel. It's so like you can have lots of skills on the tennis court, but if you don't know the rules of the game, you're not going to win the games. You can have a great forehand or backhand or serve, but unless you know something about the strategy involved and spin and the pace of the game, you're not going to win the games. And you got to be willing to learn the elements necessary in order to then triumph. And and you will, you can then win. In fact, a lot of winning in life is doing your homework. It's being willing to say, when you look at a business plan, now, do we really know the marketplace? Do we really know our customer? Do we really know how this will get manufactured and the costs involved and some of the risks involved. And that's, or it can be, the fun part. doesn't have to be the frustrating part. It can be the fun part because you've resolved to go get the information you need. And some of it, I think people get impatient. They want to create right now. Let's even skip the business plan. Let's skip the deck. Let's just go do it. Well, that's one way, but it's a hazardous way. And it's less likely to meet with success, frankly. Success comes from admitting I need more information. It's Abraham Lincoln who said if I had, I'll mangle the quote, but it's something like if I had eight hours to chop down a tree, I'd spend seven sharpening my axe. And that's not it, but it's close. Something like if I had eight hours to chop down a tree, I'd spend seven sharpening my axe. If you're just ready to go and you can't pause and you're nervous about whether you'll be able to chop down that tree if you take time to sharpen your axe, then you're just going to go hacking at the tree and never cut it down because you haven't done the work to sharpen your axe. You got to Be willing to take the time to pause. And there is, again, there's some discomfort you have to get over in order to say, okay, I'm going to have to take a step back and prepare. Preparation, it requires confidence that in the end you're going to get the goal that you have in your heart. That's what allows you to take the time to prepare. It's confidence, it's faith. You deserve to have that faith because you wouldn't be on the path toward the goal that you hold so dear if it weren't possible to achieve it. So keep in mind that you do have the potential to achieve it, that if it's something that you want dearly and you're willing to work very hard for, you will achieve it. And that means you have the time to prepare to achieve it, to fill in the blanks, to go be a hunter-gatherer for the information you need. Even though it may be a little bit of pain at the moment, it's no different than the pain of preparing to run a marathon. You wouldn't want to jump right into a marathon and try to finish it. You'd want to train for every one of the goals that you really want to achieve in life. Don't be afraid to pause and to go through the bit of initial discomfort that it will be to gather all the tools you need, all the knowledge you need, all the skill you need in order to ultimately win. Thanks for joining another edition of Pain to Power, the ultimate podcast. Why? Because we don't settle for these uncertain times making us uncertain people. Pain to Power is meant to make you stronger and stronger as an individual. You want to get even stronger? Visit www.pain-the number two-power.com. Pain to Power dot com, but it's the number two, not the letters. Uh, and Don't forget the hyphens, pain-2-power.com, or email me if you want to work with me directly as a life coach, one-to-one. We'll do it together. Email me at info at or call 978-462-1125, and the lovely Tiffany will book your appointment. Thanks so much. Talk to you again real soon.